0: name. And Jesus replied, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you authority to crush serpents and scorpions underfoot. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. Let me say that one more time. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Not one thing will harm you. Nevertheless, don't rejoice because the spirits submit to you. Rejoice instead that your names are written in heaven. Give me a few minutes as I take you through this subject. Take thou authority. And if I had to subtitle it, I would say the power of the stomp. S-T-O-M P, mm-hmm. take thou authority, the power of the stump. In the Garden of Eden, when God cursed the serpent, the Lord God said to the snake, because you did this, mm-hmm. you are the one cursed out of all the farm animals, out of all the wild animals. On your belly, you will crawl and dust you will eat every day of your life. I will put contempt between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. They will strike your head, Mm -hmm. power of the stomp, but you will strike at their heels. Power of the stomp. I wanna tell you the first thing. I wanna explain to you Satan's rightful position. Since God cursed the serpent, the snake, who is Satan, in the garden to crawl on his belly, it would lead me to believe that Satan, the snake, walked upright into the garden. Hence the curse that Satan would resume and assume a lowly, crawling position among the offsprings of Eve. In other words, among the sin-born humanity, God put Satan on his belly to crawl in the dust. Satan's God-given position in our lives is to be low, and creeping and crawling. Satan is to be by our heels, such that when he tries to creep and crawl into our lives, if we keep him in the position that God cursed him to remain, which is by our heels. If we keep him by our feet, then at any given moment, uh, we have the authority to stop on his head. We have the authority to crush the very life force uh, out of his life. I listened to your pastor's two sermons on the spirit of God. And in part two, he explained to you about lowly demons and head demons. And he instructed you that just fighting against lowly demons is not enough. That you have to go after the head demon. Be it unforgiveness, lust of the flesh, criticism, fear, religiosity, and even death. But on tonight. By the spoken word of Christ himself, he said we have been given authority to destroy Satan himself, the ruler of all demons, because greater is he who is in us Than the ones whose names are written in heaven. Than the lowly cast down one who is in the world. We have the authority because his rightful position is at our heels to stop the serpent. As long as we keep him in his rightful God ordained position. Satan and his demons were thrown down to the earth. You see, anytime the word down is really the most commonly attached word to Satan, down. 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 They were thrown down to earth to deceive and seduce the entire inhabited world. Satan was only meant to be a foothold in the world, but you and I have done something. That God never intended. You and I have taken Satan from his lowly, crawling, heel living position. And through our unbelief, our wavering faith, our caught up in the world, we have taken Satan and raised him up and elevated him in our lives, such that the foothold he was meant to maintain has become a stronghold over our thoughts, over our hearts, over our behavior, and even over our faith. We, the ones whose names have been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, have allowed Satan to assume a position that he has no business assuming. We have allowed him to once again walk upright. And when Satan walks upright, his only job is to tempt and deceive the people of God, the offsprings of Eve. We have given Satan power and authority that does not belong to him. We have taken his God-ordained lowly self and raised him up to possess and control and influence our very given life. Let me empower you a little further. Revelation said, and a war broke out in heaven. And Michael and his angels waged in war with the dragon. The dragon and the angels fought, but they were not strong enough and did not prevail. And there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. Your name is written in heaven. They have no place even in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down. The age-old serpent who is called the devil and Satan. Call him what he is. He who continuously deceives and seduces the entire world. He was thrown down to earth. And his angels, his minions were thrown down with him. And then I heard a loud voice from heaven. Yes! Saying now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God, the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of our believing brothers and sisters has been thrown down at last. He who accuses them and keeps bringing charges of sinful behavior against them before our God day and night. Satan brings your accusation before God. But the good news is, and they overcame and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. For they did not love their life and renounce their faith, even when faced with death. There is a war, my brothers and sisters, between angels and demons. And I heard a preacher once say that the purpose of the war between angels and demons is to control your reality, to control your mindset to control your perspective. But the word of God found in Revelation tells us that we have the authority to overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the testimony. They overcame and conquered him because of the blood. For they did not love their life and renounce their faith, even when faced with death. Death is a head demon, but the text says that even in the midst of death, they did not give up their faith in God. Satan does not really have to steal anything from us because we give our bloodshed power right over to him. We have been given the authority by the blood of Jesus and the testimony to keep Satan lowly instead of high and lifted up. For the scripture tells me that the only one who should be high and lifted up, the only one who should be exalted. His name is Jesus. How dare we give Satan the exalted position of God? Satan's position in your life is by your foot. Jesus said to the disciples, I saw him cast down. I saw when my father made him crawl and creep in the dust. But then Jude tells us something, that because Satan's position is on his belly, that's how he creeps in. He creeps in. And when we throw unbelief into the mix, we elevate him. We raise him up. His position is to be lowly, creeping and crawling by your heel. So that at any given moment, when he even attempts to creep into your faith, you can lift your foot and just put your foot on his head and if you have yet to realize your power and authority I got one more text for you. For though we walk by flesh we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, are not flesh, but mighty to the pulling down strongholds casting arguments and every high thing, listen right now, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of God. We have been given the authority by the Spirit of God to pull down cast down every stronghold and every high thing that tries to exalt itself, that tries to exalt himself against the knowledge of God. Satan has to be pulled back down when you lift him up. Satan has to be cast back down when you raise him up. God gives us the authority that when we exalt him and allow him to assume a high position in our lives, we have been given the blood-stained right to pull him down, to cast him down, to put him back by our heels and take the authority and stomp him out. We have the authority to reign in mind games. We have the authority to reign in mental anguish. We have the authority to reign in false truths. Satan tries to enter our very thoughts. But we who are obedient to Christ Jesus, we who are written In the book of life in heaven, we, by the spirit of God, can pull it down, can bring it under captivity in Christ Jesus. The church of Jesus Christ has yielded its power to cast down, pull down, bind and loose to stop and tread upon serpents and scorpions. We have allowed the little trivialities of life to elevate creepy Satan, to exalt his name. I met somebody and heard about somebody who said they believed in Satan, but they did not believe in God. Well, that speaks volume because Satan took a position that they actually believed in him. But God, but God, they doubt, they question. I'm going to let that sink in. When we enter the house of God, I want you to know that demons come to worship. Demons come and sing in the choir. Demons usher at the church doors. Demons come and dance before God's people. They come in to the very pulpit of God, bow at the altar, and because we have given them control Definitely. over our reality That's right. and over our truth, yes. which is the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. On tonight, we will take what Satan has stolen. Yes. And we will take it by force. Yes, God. Yes, God. Because the word says yes, from the days of John the Baptist until the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Why are you allowing Satan and his minions to be the only violent force in the land? We whose names are in heaven we can take some things by force with our unwavering faith our determination that Satan will not rule, and by Holy Ghost's boldness. Yes. So tonight, as it has been said, yes. enough, enough is enough. enough. No, more. no more. We take our authority as heaven-bound children. We will pull down some strongholds tonight. We will bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Tonight, Tonight, we remove Satan from an exalted and lifted up position in your life. And we will pull him down, pull him down. and cast him, out. cast him out. We will invoke the power given to us by God in the garden. Mm-hmm. When he comes crawling to strike your heels, you can step on his head. Yes. stop when he comes to distort our faith and attack our knowledge of God stop when he comes with thoughts of suicide and self mutilation because I'm calling out the practice of cutting that has taken hold in our children when he comes with such things stop When he comes to replay the negative tapes, when he comes to make you constantly relive the abuse and the violence, stop! When he tempts you to cover your false reality with lust and alcohol and drugs, stop! When he wants us to compete one with the other, I just don't like her because she happens to have a nice hairdo. I just don't like him. There's just something about him. When he comes, stop. When he wants you to make vanity overrule humility, stop. When he wants you to exalt yourself with pride and arrogance, what you gonna do? Stop. When he wants uh, to break your heart uh, and crush your spirit, uh, what you going to do? Stop. Stop. And I'm going to close by this, because tonight we came to worship God in spirit and in truth. And I'll tell you my truth. At the age of nine, I attempted suicide for the first time because I was being molested by a friend of the family. And I thought it was my fault. And the only thing I did was crush every bone in the left side of my face. And to this day, that is my thorn in the flesh. I battled clinical depression for 20 or more years. I entered medical school on fire to do what I thought I was called to do. And then one day I woke up and all I wanted to do was drive my car over the bridge. But God, God. in my unsaved state, sent a therapist who was just walking down the hallways of medical school He didn't know me, and I didn't know him. And he stopped me dead in my tracks and said, I need to see you in my office. I went to his office, and he said, what is going on with you? I said, ain't nothing going on with me. What's going on with you? He said, I'm here to tell you, and you may not understand now, but what you are battling with is not clinical. What you are battling with is spiritual. Well, the truth is saints, I didn't know God and I didn't believe a word of what he was saying. So I continued to self-medicate myself. I ran to the residents and asked them to give me some Prozac because that was the drug of the day. And I started popping Prozac every single day. But yet my condition worsened. Until that day when all I wanted to do was to drive my car over the bridge. And his number was on a card by my bedside. And I called him up. And I said, I need some help. He said, well, can you get in your car? and come see me. And I said, no, I can't get in my car because if I get in my car, I'm gonna drive myself into the Raritan River. But he kept me on the phone and the next thing I heard was the cops knocking on my door. They came in by force and he said, you gotta go with them. And I surrendered at that moment. I went to a psychiatric ward. For 36 hours, I was in a catatonic state of depression. Everything below my neck could not and would not move. And for 36 hours, I battled the demons in my head. But then I heard a voice, I heard a song, and something which was the spirit of the living God in me held on to that voice. And 36 hours later, when I came out, my therapist was praying and singing and reading scriptures. And today, beloved, I tell you that the Satan in my life was high and lifted up. But then in 2001, I met a man named Jesus. I gave him my very life. I was baptized and washed anew. And I'm here to tell you, when Jesus came, he gave me the authority to finally pull down Satan, to pull down the strongholds, to cast out the demons. And dearly beloved, when that day came, I was prostrate by my bed and I turned Every argument, every thought, every shame, every guilt, everything over to the one who says, cast it on me. And then I got up and I started to shout. I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. Because every time I tried to dance, the Holy Spirit had me do this. You got shame? Stop. You got guilt? Stop. You got suicidal thoughts? Stop. You got ailments? Stop. You got sickness? Stop. You got lust of the flesh? Stop. You got bitterness? Stop you got resentment stop you got disappointment stop 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 take thou authority Authority. Stop. Stop. I don't know what you heard, but let me tell you what I heard. I heard enough is enough. God is in the business of freeing and delivering his people. Satan is a low life. His name is not written in heaven. And so tonight, we take back authority.